This is the 77 WABC minicast. I'm Larry Kudlow, the smartest guy I know, or just about, is one Kevin Hassett, former chair of the Council of Economic Advisors in the Trump administration. He's a distinguishing visiting fellow at the Hoover Institute. His book, The Drift, Stopping America's Slide to Socialism, most important book of the 21st century, still is. How's that thing selling, Kevin? Should be uh, selling great. You know, thanks, thanks to you, I, I need to give you a kickback. <laughs> thank you for all the efforts, free advertising. But uh, it's, great, it's great to be here, Larry. It's a great book. Uh, thanks for doing this. Uh, Kevin, um, Joe Biden is out there, I guess yesterday and the day before, selling something called Bidenomics and attacking something called Maganomics. Now, before you tear this apart, here's some polling, okay? Real clear politics. Um, 37% favor Bidenomics. 59% disapprove of Bidenomics. And then there's a new Suffolk USA Today poll um, that favors Trump uh, economy forty seven thirty six among independents forty six twenty six, and then here's Biden with a quote. I just found this this morning. The, the maganomics, meaning Trumponomics, uh, will slash taxes for the wealthy and big corporations, cut Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid, and raise costs for hardworking families. Now, is there is there one scintilla of truth in any of that? Uh, no. <laughs> you know, other than marginal tax rates are going down. But, but you know, uh, uh, Bidenomics is uh, kind of hard to even put your finger on because it's kind of like nonsense. So I referenced art history and said it reminds me of the Dada movement. But, but the Dada <laughs> movement, remember, started with somebody putting a toilet in a museum. <laughs> right, that's right. That's right? right. And that's what I think of when I think of Bidenomics. And, and, and the bottom line, though, is this. That what Biden has done, he's in complete denial, and that's why I think that people have no trust in him running the economy. But here's how to think about it. What he's been doing is he's been taking, like, all the statistics from the trough of the shutdown during COVID and comparing Mm -hmm. it to today and see – Wow, I'm a great president. <laughs> but, but you know, Americans know that, like, right before COVID, that they were really, really prosperous. And when they compare today to right before COVID in 2019, when you and I were still in the White House, then they understand that they're way worse off. And the census department just put out a study that showed that relative to 2019, real incomes for the median family are down. I know you cite this uh, stat a lot. Exactly $4,000. You might recall when we passed the tax cuts, we would promised people they'd get $4,000 more in income. Actually, it turned out to be 5,600, but we're down with the massive increase in spending, regulation, and, uh, you know, inflation that's followed from that. Kevin, I think that real income number is a huge number because that's what people feel in their pocketbooks. You know, that's a pocketbook, kitchen table number. GDP is an interesting number for macroeconomists, but actually what you take home is everything. That's how you pay your bills, send your kid to school, service your mortgage and your automobile loan and all that stuff. So uh, your original, right, you and Tyler, uh, Goodbody and others, you you guys were talking about 4000 So the Census Bureau has revised it up another 1500 bucks. 
That's right. And, and and the thing is that, you know, not to be superstitious or anything, but you kind of wonder when, like, the stars align against somebody who's really harming Americans. You know, you know my, our old friend Michael Novak used to say that we're God's country because God keeps giving us the person we need exactly when we need him. Mm. And the fact that President mm. Trump promised people 4000 delivered, and Biden's policies have cost people exactly 4000 it, for me, mm. sort of suggests that people are going to really believe the message because it's so obvious. And what about these new numbers coming out that shows a big spike up in the poverty rate? I mean, Biden loves to identify with lower income people. I mean, he says we're building the economy from the middle out. So you've just disproven that because the middle's taken a hit. But he also says that we're building it from the bottom up. But, but the only bottom up I see is a rising poverty rate. Well, well, I guess that if you think about a construction analogy, right, it is true that you start a building by digging a deep hole. I can't laugh. It hurts. It hurts my gums too much. I just had terrible but, but, dental but, surgery. But honestly, <laughs> honestly, this is a thing that, that in our partisan angry times that upsets me the most about the data this year, because poverty is skyrocketing because folks that, you know, aren't haven't seen a big pay raise just can't keep up with inflation. And so if you look at uh, female headed households, their poverty rate in 2021 was 11% of them. 11% of female-headed households in this country were in poverty, which is an unacceptably high number. Uh, it was you know, lower than that when President Trump was president. But uh, this year, in 2022, actually, because it was last year, that number jumped to 22%. It doubled. And so think about it. Almost, mm. almost one in four female-headed households are now below the poverty line. And they're below the poverty mm. line because they can't afford to make ends meet because of Joe Biden's inflation and his runaway spending. I mean, that runs exactly counter to what he is saying. In other words, at some point, the actual numbers, the data, have to corroborate your assertions, but he just goes out there and tells these untruths. I mean, I want to get to the budget in just a minute, uh, and for that matter, inflation. But these things he's saying are simply not true, Kevin Hassett. Right. And, 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 you know, think about it, that he's undone uh, the war on poverty. So whatever you think about, like all the policies over the years that were meant to reduce poverty, you know, Biden in one year has completely undone it. And, and the thing is, the, I was reading the articles that, you know, you and I have also talked about the United Auto Workers strike, right, which I think is you know yes. another example of Biden's failure. But uh, in Kokomo, Indiana, they were interviewing the locals who were basically getting ready to strike. And they asked the head of the local, uh, this is in Politico, you can read it today, his name's James Quirk, not like the enterprise, but with a Q. And um, mm. they, they just said, what has Biden done to help the United Auto Workers? And he said, I don't know, and I don't think he knows. Think about mm-hmm. it. But, but that, that's why, like, Those... honest to goodness, I, I think that, that this is the biggest economic failure that I can think of. You know, it's like worse than than uh, that it was like during the Roosevelt administration. Right. They've they've outspent uh, all of the, the Roosevelt spending and the things that we did at the Great Depression. That, that in 2019, again, you and I were whining about how much government spending up over the next 10 years. So President Trump will said, well, I'll work with you guys to reduce it. And in 2019, they said spending this year would be $5.3 trillion and set it $6.3 trillion, a whole trillion dollars higher. Mm. And so you wonder where inflation comes from. If we didn't add a trillion dollars to uh, capacity, uh, then all of mm. that extra spending is just driving inflation, right? You just got to drive the price up. And that's what's happened. Well, what about his constant assertion 
that he's cut the budget deficit by $1.7 trillion. Mm-hmm. That's another one of those cherry-picked COVID numbers. Uh, the deficit yeah. was... I mean, where does he get that? Well, I think if we go to the deficit, like at the peak quarter of the shutdown year, uh, back when you and I were risking our lives going to the West Wing every day before oh. the vaccine, then, then you compare huh. it to today, then you might get a number that's at least like within hailing frequencies of that. But everything he's saying, like he says the tax cuts increased the national debt by 40%. But if 40 percent of the national debt when we uh, had the tax cuts is about uh, six and a half trillion and the joint tax committee score at the tax cuts was one and a half trillion. And so, you know, mm. even if we don't assume there's any growth feedback for the tax cuts, then he's, he's off by a multiple of four or so. And, and the point is just that it, we're in this world where he can say that he's like not in any way uh, working with Hunter Biden or profiting from Hunter Biden. And, you know, mm. the, the, the news media. That allows something like that, which is so obviously false now. Like you saw yesterday, there a video came out of him actually working a crowd. Hunter handing out his business card. You know, the, the, the <laughs> fact that, 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 you know, it's a video. It's on video. I didn't see and, that. And they're still saying, nope, nope, we had nothing. And every Democrat saying, nope, nope, there's nothing. But I can tell you that the Americans know. And they're doing the same with the economy. But the Americans know it because they go to the grocery store. I just went grocery shopping before the show. It's unbelievable how much everything costs. It's just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Grocery uh, prices, you know, I, I think that in the statistics, they don't really capture it uh, because there's so many things going on, like they're changing packaging. Um, I, I was really angry that a pound of bacon was $8 a pound, thinking, oh, my goodness, $8 a pound. But then I got home, and I looked at the package to open it, and it had gone from 16 ounces to 12 ounces. <laughs> oh, so you're getting less. And so they're, they're hiding the price increases by making the packages smaller. You know, every mom listening knows that. Uh, but I'm not sure the statistics are capturing how upsetting it is for Americans when they go to the grocery store or the gas station. As you, you said on your show yesterday, gas prices are up 60% since Biden took off. Mm-hmm.